Welcome back to the show. 617, almost 618 on your Tuesday morning. It's Chelsea Bird, your guest host for this morning today. And then Daryl's going to be back from holidays. Back to our regularly scheduled programming Programming as of tomorrow. Uh, can you tell I'm not used to getting up at 3 in the morning anymore? Uh, welcome to the show. Lots to talk about today. Uh, we're going to get into the fact that the federal liberal cabinet retreat in Charlottetown is taking place. And uh, there's a lot on the agenda for today. So let's get into it right now with Global's Mackenzie Gray. Mackenzie, thanks so much for making the time. You're live from Charlottetown, is that right? I am. I'm looking at the ocean right now. It's a very nice day here in PEI. <laughs> well, that sounds lovely for you. I'm very happy you're experiencing that. But of course, you are going to be covering a lot of politics. So uh, the Liberal Cabinet Retreat taking place there today. So what's on the agenda? Run us through what's going on. Yeah, today is yesterday it started, uh, but it was kind of late day first session. Uh, they were talking about kind of the finances of the government. But today, they're kind of moving into the key things that they wanted to be talking about, which are housing and the economy more generally. We're hearing from a number of experts, uh, particular today, Mike Moffat from Western University. Uh, he's our, I mean, been the author of a number of different reports mm-hmm. on different things all levels of government can do to deal with the housing crisis that pretty much every single city is facing at this point in time. Uh, he's put forward a number of different proposals. Now, we shouldn't expect that the feds are going to announce any of these new proposals or say that they'll adopt them. Uh, but they will be hearing from experts and taking those ideas back to Ottawa to kind of formulate their plan going forward. Uh, and that's the big focus of that today. Uh, we'll be on the Liberals kind of tackle housing, obviously, because not only are the polls not looking good for them, but the anxiety that a lot of Canadians are feeling about cost of living and housing in particular is quite high at this point. Yeah, I know that he wrote a report talking about how there is a rental crisis here in this country and how we're we're in desperate need of more rental units. Uh, he's not the only one, though, too. Uh, there are some other experts who authored a recent report on, uh, on the federal government's role in solving this housing crisis. Uh, that report, uh, Canada's housing crisis is worsening dramatically. So, I mean, there needs to be a lot of attention on this, Mackenzie. Is that going to be the focus of the entire day well there's obviously the wildfire issues too that are uh you know taking up some time for a number of ministers too you know we just heard from bill blair kind of coming in uh, the meeting has just started for today saying uh, you know we'll give you an update later it's been a kind of a constant theme for uh, a number of the ministers who are associated with that portfolio but in terms of strategic vision about what's going forward you know the bigger picture for the liberals housing and the economy I think they've recognized their weak spots. Pierre Pauly has basically eaten their lunch when it comes to the politics of this, and they know they need a reset. You know, and Mr. Trudeau's down 10 points in the polls right now. Uh, that's not a place that he's been at any point in time uh, in his leadership. I don't think there's a serious challenge to his leadership at any point in time. All the MPs who are here in Cabinet and the vast majority of the MPs uh, who are in caucus basically owe their seats to Mr. Trudeau, whether it be elected in 2015 or the subsequent election since then. Uh, but if you stay down 10 points and you don't bring a lot of ideas after making a big show of a conference talking about housing, uh, there could definitely be some questions going into the future if they're not able to turn the tide a little bit and bring some new ideas forward when it comes to cost of building housing. Yeah, and certainly this conversation about housing in all of its different areas is going to be a major campaign platform and certainly something that a lot of Canadians are going to be looking at when it comes to making uh, their next decision when it comes to what government is in power. So this is obviously a really big one. Mackenzie, are these retreats something where, uh, you know, they're just brainstorm sessions? These are just ideas that are being thrown around? Uh, what really gets accomplished and pushed forward after these take place? Yeah, it's really the brainstorming session like you're talking about. It's uh, 
you know, they've, they've already basically come out and said, we're not going to give any hard new policy announcements coming out of this. You know, we're going to be strategizing and figuring out what to go forward. We're going to hear these expert opinions, think about it, consult, have conversations, cabinet with government officials within caucus about what to do, and then go forward. But there has been one idea that's kind of been, uh, you know, bandied about here. Uh, yesterday, the immigration minister, not the immigration, the former immigration minister, now the housing minister, Sean Frazier, uh, talked about the idea of potentially capping student visas. Right now, there is no cap on student visas. So basically, uh, it's by demand. So theoretically, an unlimited amount of student visas could be uh, given out in a in, in year. In 2022, when uh, Mr. Frazier was the immigration minister, there was 800,000 student visas that were approved. Uh, many of those people, and the, the sharp increase we've seen since the liberals have come into power, have been going to actually colleges. This isn't universities uh, increasing in substantial ways, and there's been some concern about certain colleges, you know, paying, getting uh, immigrants to come to Canada, pay exorbitant fees. But that student visa is used by many people as kind of a gateway to be able to stay into Canada, and they also get jobs, any of them low and wage jobs at this point in time. He talked about that idea of there needed to be a cap on that, but we just heard from Dominic LeBlanc a few minutes ago. He's the intergovernmental affairs minister and public safety minister, so he deals with the premiers a lot. He says that's not really an idea that we've talked about a lot. In fact, when you talk to the premiers, they're all saying, we want more people coming in. We need more people here to be able to uh, help out and deal with the uh, labor shortages we have in certain provinces and also uh, deal with jobs that we can't get filled, too. So there's a push and pull on both sides about trying to deal with labor demands and trying in certain, you know, particular Atlantic provinces that have some population challenges. We need new people. But also on the other side, those people need somewhere to live. Mm-hmm. And we don't have enough houses right now. So it's a difficult combination to balance. It's certainly a layered problem uh, and one that needs a lot of conversation around it. So Mackenzie, looking forward to the rest of your coverage. Thank you so much for making the time. Thanks a lot. Of course. That's Global's Mackenzie Gray live from Charlottetown, where the Federal Liberal Cabinet retreat is taking place, walking us through today's agenda. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.